millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, good morning, good morning. Everywhere we go. People want to know who we are, where we come from. So we tell them where you mean a poltergeist. Mighty, mighty, you mean a poltergeist. Mighty, 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 you mean a poltergeist. Do uh, this is probably only an Australian thing, but do Australian people remember that? All the chant? fucking. Sports day chants. Oh my extra, lord! Extra, extra, read all about it. We're the best team, and there's no doubt about it. We're rough, we're tough. Come on, Flinders, do your stuff. Flinders was my primary school team. Very nice, very nice. Indeed. I'm pretty sure Kennedy was my high school team, but I fucking go to high school very long. <laughs> hey Bob, what was your high school thing? Send it to us in a chat. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, babe. Patreons, thank you so much for supporting us. Yeah, I know. I said it for once. Brayden normally says it. But thanks, patrons. Where can they go to find us if they want to help us out? Um, so our address is... <laughs> it, um, go to www. So that stands for World Wide Web. <laughs> dot patreon dot com <laughs> thanks for the forward memo slash you and a folder guys to go ahead and join one of our four tiers starting at one dollar to support our little podcast help us grow give us some motivation thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you guess what what this is the second time we're recording this episode it absolutely is but we're still going to try and keep the Reactions genuine because I, I kind of don't remember what you said yesterday. Oh, perfect, good. I good. mean, I do and I don't. I know that it was creepy as fuck, but I don't remember all the details. This is this is this will be good. <laughs> when we finished the episode, I was like, "All right, we're done," and I pressed quit on the program. And then the dialogue came up that said, "Hey, you want to save this after you've just spent this long recording a podcast?" And Braden's like. Nope. <laughs> nah, definitely not. And, then I was and there like, was like no temporary files to try and recover it. Nothing. It was like, oh, they just don't want this. Goodbye. And, and as soon as I did it, Belinda heard an audible. <sighs> and I was like, oh, no. What I looked up done? at the screen and I saw that the like audacity wasn't up. And I was like, oh, no. You've got to be fucking. Hey, he's just fucking lost it all. <laughs> he's lost the plot. Oh, this motherfucker. We take one week off, can't do his job. <laughs> Fired, hello. (laughs) So, looking for a new host for you and a poltergeist to take over Brayden's position. Um, You could potentially become my new boyfriend. We don't know. We'll see how it blossoms. I mean, I mean, this is the measure of our relationship, right? I'm joking. 
I know, I know you're joking. You don't need to explain that you're joking. I need to explain that I'm joking to everyone listening because oh, I yeah. genuinely love you with all my butt and like I can't. All your butt? Yeah, because bigger than my heart. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Gluteus maximus is the largest muscle. Is it? In your body. I nearly said your butt. My I was butt? like, well, it is well, your butt. Well, it so. is my bottom. What's new, babe? <sighs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I fucking told you yesterday, babe. Tell you me just going to delete the clip, we would know. <laughs> Tell the people. Um, went hiking over the weekend. That was really nice. Got in touch with Mother Nature. Mm, there was these some motherfuckers. God damn it. Oh. Walking around, blaring their music. It's like, I'm out here hiking in nature like, to hear nature to hear the waterfalls not your shitty ass fucking playlist mate there's a beautiful waterfall in front of us there's beautiful birds and animals making their noises and it's they're playing serene. the fucking top 50 hits like Pop I, music just blaring i was like you're not even playing nature sounds you know to get more nature sound in this nature sound it was so beautiful know, right? when they weren't around, and then they came oh. back around with their music. It it's was like, can so you obnoxious. Fuck off. I'm here to try and exert energy. <laughs> if you're one of those people who goes for walks and plays your music out loud... Invest in some headphones. They're ch- life-changing. Absolutely life-changing if you've never heard of them. If you if... put them in your ears or over your ears. Headphones go over, earphones go in. And you get the music all to yourself. Damn. Oh, my God. You don't have to share it with anyone who doesn't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> Which is most people, apparently. <laughs> it's normal people, okay? Imagine if, like, every single person was one of those kinds of people and they were just hiking with the music playing. It'd be a fucking cacophony. My brother is one of those people. Mm. The middle child of the family. Of course. Plays his shitty ass music. Can't get over that. And then I got her Afro man song. Is oh, hell name? yeah. That is the one. Um, You went camping as well. In the backyard. In the backyard. And hey, then they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to lift the restrictions. And now, as of today, you can go camping. Yeah, so now you can go camping. But two days ago, you couldn't go camping. It was a shock news arrival. Yeah. Yeah, our restrictions are being really lifted. Yeah, I I don't think they should have. Let's keep chilling for a bit more, maybe. Just a, a little couple more weeks, you know. Why don't they just stick to the original plan of camping, not going back until 13th and all other things as well. Yeah. I know Jess will be excited to get back to tattooing. Yeah, that's great. Like A lot of people will be going back to work, which is amazing, but at the same time, time like I'm, I'm sure they could still do it with social restrictions yeah just like have the tattoo needle on the end of like a six foot pole that's it and probably a magnifying glass or something so you <laughs> a can a telescope or telescope. like a binoculars yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 just to check out really what you're doing, strong sure. glasses <laughs> yeah um well hot damn babe that is a lot of fun shall we begin the episode again yeah, let's begin it again. This is the second time we've had to do this. There's a hole in the middle. Like we've of done my this on another episode again. before, but except that time the whole audio was just corrupted. Oh yeah, that was horrible. Mm. Anyway, if it happens again. Oh god, I hope it doesn't. I hope I don't click that little X. I I bet I won't though. But we never control know. S. Control S. A control S. There we go. 
All right, so I'll close it. <laughs> since I'm starting off this podcast, I will have to ask you. You'll have to act surprised, but babe, do you know what the whistling man is? Absolutely not. You don't. <laughs> No. Fantastic. I fucking hate whistling, though. You do. Tell us why exactly you think <laughs> whistling is so creepy malevolent. As shit. It's always an older man. It's creepy as shit. It's creepy. <laughs> like, don't whistle. There's no need to be whistling out of nowhere. Like, I'd be serving someone and then they would just start whistling. It's like, fuck off. So, to you, is the Hunger Games where Katniss Everdeen does the whistle, is that a, like, horror movie for you? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, that is a horror movie. Fuck me, they're all killing each other for their district. Yeah, it is pretty It's pretty it's horrific. It's pretty 2020 at the moment, isn't it? Oh, my Lord. Wow, <laughs> that's a metaphor. Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody love everyone. Please. Please. That's all we're fucking asking for. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the whistling man, babe. You hate whistling. Well, you're going to hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> So, Please tell me. Well, in Venezuela and Colombia. Colombia. Yeah, I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to do there, but Colombia. There is a... <laughs> Sounded a little bit African, babe. Oh, did I? Yeah. Ah, well, I apologize. Um, There is a particularly interesting ghost that is bound forever to walk the plains of those two countries. It has been sp- uh, seen in other, like, South Af- South African South American countries, but those one those two are the ones that have particular like folklore and history with El Silbon, which is the whistling man. Ooh. Yes. So as the story goes, so as the story goes, El Silbon was once just a regular young boy, but not so regular. He was very spoiled by his mother and father. Mm. They lived out in the forests, and I believe their grandfather also lived with them. So, obviously, the child was used to getting his way with absolutely everything. So, whenever he'd have an issue, he'd just cry about it, and his parents would fix it. Which is the worst way to fucking be a parent, let's face the facts. Yeah, if they're crying about it, tell them to suck it up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, suck it We're up, not parents, princess. but um, listen to our parenting advice. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in five days, Dad. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Do not listen to our parenting <laughs> advice. Me as a fucking parent. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me pregnant. Don't just in the, in the face of the kid. Just like, <laughs> shut up. They're like withering away to nothing. Anyway, child <laughs> abuse is a real thing. And yeah, horrible. We do not condone it. No, definitely not. Uh, anyway, so the young child, well, he's not that young. He's a teenager, but the teenager. He's still a child. He's, he's, he's a minor. Yeah, exactly. He's young in what ends up becoming a eternal damnation. So let's just say that. Uh, so the child is sitting at the table ready for dinner. And his mother brings out to him a delicious meal and puts it down in front of him. He takes a few bites and immediately chucks a tantrum, throwing his plate against the wall, you know, shattering it, uh, tossing everything around, probably gives his mother the finger, just like, fuck you, mum. <laughs> um, is this um, this is documented information? Yeah, or yeah. Just... yeah no, you don't have to look this up because this is 100% true. I never lie. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Yeah, the kid says to his mother, Mother, this is 
horrible. I hate this food. You need to go out and get me a deer feast. I want to roast deer. And the father sitting there, she's like, ugh. But just eat your food, son, you know. And he's like, no, 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 no. I want a deer feast. So the father stands up, takes the son outside with his knife. Doesn't kill him, but... <laughs> uh, and they go out into the woods and hunt for a deer. Obviously, as you do, as you do, when your child chucks a tantrum, just go fucking deer hunting. Yeah, precisely. So deer hunting can take a spectacularly long time, but uh, these people didn't have a very long time because old, well, young fella was uh, <laughs> old mate. I think. Old mate was <laughs> was a uh, was very hungry at this point in time, so. Eventually, after five hours or so, the father says, Son, we're going to need to turn in. I know we are both hungry, but we got that delicious meal that your mother prepared for us at home. And the boy is like, Not good enough, Dad. And having finally been told no, he takes the knife from the father and stabs him with it numerous times. Fuck me. And disembowels him. Rips out some of his organs, some of his ribs, and he picks those up and takes those home and drops them on the on the kitchen table in That's front of nasty. his mother and says, Mum, you need to cook this. Mm-mm. And his mum's like, uh, where did you get these? And the son says, from father. And thinking that maybe they'd caught a deer, the mum says, well, how did father get them? Clearly he wasn't a very skilled hunter. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the son says, oh, no, father grew these inside of his belly. So That's fucking fucked up. Mother screams, terrified of the son who's just brutally murdered the dad and her husband. In steps grandfather, finally about to administer some old-fashioned discipline. And he whoops his little ass out into the yard, ties him up against a tree, and begins lashing his back with a whip. Whip, 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 until his black, black, until his back is bloody raw. So, now that it is bloody raw, he takes red hot chili peppers, not the band. (laughs) (laughs) He takes the band, and he takes (laughs) lime juice, and begins rubbing it into the wounds on this young boy's back. Which I, I mean, hate getting hand sanitizer in a cut. Like, fuck. Oh, me. yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Now imagine the spiciest chili you can fucking think of and lime juice. Nah. Nah. Not doing it. It honestly sounds like he's preparing the sun for a meal. <laughs> Maybe he did. Oh, shit. <gasps> well, anyways, uh, after the sun has broken down and is, like, absolutely destroyed from all this punishment, he... The grandfather takes the remains of his son, places it in a sack, and throws it on the, upon the back of the young boy. Well, he says, now you shall walk forever damned. I curse you, young boy. And he releases the young fellow. But he also releases his hunting dog, who chases him down, Mauls the shit out of him. You just make a point that there was a hunting dog the entire time. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. getting used. They should have taken that out deer hunting. Or just eaten the hunting dog. Anyways, no, no, no. no that's, that's too no, far. No. Anyway, so the hunting dog eats the young boy. And from that point on, he is forever cursed to 
continue his walk upon the plains of Venezuela and Colombia as El Sibon, the whistling man. El Sibon. Yeah. So El Sibon is obviously most noted for his whistling, as is the name, as the name suggests. Yeah, Belinda's just a. Uh, Shivering and caring over there from the thought of whistling. I hate. I fucking hate it. Yeah, there were there have been many videos from this year even that feature El Silbon. Well, the title of the video on YouTube say is El Silbon whistling or something like that, and then the rest is in Spanish. Um, but when I watch the video, it's always like Spanish people speaking and pointing their cameras out at a forest. And they hear like this whistle that goes high note, low note, high note, which is the renown. That's the uh, in the folklore. That's exactly what El Sibon's whistle is. Always the same thing. Um, and they're they're like filming it and shaking, and then you hear every now and then El Sibon, El Sibon. Yeah. So people are actually fucking terrified of El Sibon. Apparently, I, mean, I would be too. Because what happens if um, he's around? Oh well. He he likes to make stops in at people's houses, especially if it's raining, because, you know, he can't continue his everlasting walk if he's walking out in the rain. I mean, who wants to get wet? Yeah. Not me. He stops in at people's houses with this big sack on his back. He puts it down, and he begins counting the bones and body parts inside of the sack. And while obviously while doing this, he is letting out his trademark whistle, so mm. if he is inside your house and you hear him whistling and counting, you are safe. But mm-hmm. if you do not awaken to his his uh, regular display, then you are fated to be a part of his endless trek and he will cut you up and put you inside of his sack, which uh, is pretty fucked up. Well, we all once came out of a sack, so to yeah, go back in go. one's just <laughs> full circle, right? Full circle, that's it. <laughs> Yep. I would definitely be waking up, so I know I'm safe, but he's still creepy as shit. Yeah, I feel like I'm a pretty light sleeper, considering how much I woke up last night to the fucking cat just running oh around. Oh my god, don't even get us started on that fucking yeah. cat. Anyway, she's the new Elsa Wong. <laughs> but if you don't wake up to her, she'll claw your face until you do. <laughs> and meow. She'll be like, Yeah, she's the true horror here. So, yeah, Elsa Wong is... Renowned for wearing a black trench coat and a large black hat that casts shadow over his face, so you can never really truly see his identity. Ooh. Really creepy. And he always wears that large, large sack across his back. Um, yeah, one one encounter I read in particular. It could be something else, but. Um, there was an urban explorer that was going through like old abandoned buildings and while he was going through there with his friend he heard like movement coming from one room but uh, when he went in there and searched he couldn't find anything. Upon leaving that room and continuing exploring five minutes later he hears from that same room a up up note of high note low note high note whistle. And immediately, you know, being from Venezuela or Colombia, he says oh, to himself, you know, this must be El Sibon. So he bails out of the building with his friend. Uh, they come back five minutes later just to check on the place and see if there was someone there or if it was El Sibon. And they could not find a soul. So 
That is very creepy. How do you spell Elsabon? I want to hear the whistle. E L. Yeah. Space. Yeah. S I L B O N, but it's the B with the O. Sorry, with the little uh, thingy on it. Yeah. Accent is it? Yeah, it's still pretty creepy, but very creepy. I just showed Belinda a video where it had the whistling coming from the woods, and the people were like, "Elsabon." Elsabon. Yeah, it's it's cool. I like places that have that kind of ingrained folklore where they are like universally terrified by it. The towel. The towel. Thank you. What do you have to go on, babe? Well, hard to follow your story. Do we have any new reviews? I don't know. I haven't checked. Actually. Let me have a look. We do not. If you want to leave us a review, we can read any nice reviews out on the podcast. And thank you for your beautiful review to us. Yes, thank you in advance. All right, continuing with the show. Babe, what are you discussing today? Again. <laughs> well, on Friday, today's Monday, I went and visited my nanny because she finally came back from New South Wales. She's been there the last three months due to lockdown. Yeah, so I visited my nanny and we were talking about just, you know, her time down in um, New South Wales and visiting her sister because they all come from Torrington and Deepwater, Glen Innes down in New South Wales, that that area, which is kind of like, that's the bush, babe. That is the true bush. That's the bush. (laughs) As opposed to like anything with a couple of trees. Yeah. (laughs) My nan is one of seven kids. And her, I think her dad was one of 14. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so. <laughs> Cheaper by the whatever 14 58 is. 58 grandchildren in total. Like Oh, my Lord. Yeah, on, like you... from her grandparents. Her grandparents had 58 grandchildren. Could you imagine getting presents for 58 different people? Oh, no, I'm sure they didn't get any. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's fair. <laughs> They'd be broke. <laughs> Absolutely. Spend your whole year's wage on those fucking Christmas presents. Anyway, so we we're just talking about everything. She was telling me some family history. I should say it was 58 living grandchildren. Uh, about four or five were stillborns, unfortunately. Oh, so yeah, good. very sad. So Nan's one of seven. One was a stillborn. Very sad. Um, that's not what we're on about, but, you know, a bit of family history for you. Um, so my, my nan's, my nan believes in ghosts, obviously, both sides of my family believes in ghosts and definitely, I don't, I didn't tell you this yesterday, but I'll tell you it now because I totally forgot yesterday. Oh, perfect. But nan absolutely believes that her husband, my grandfather, my granddad, um, his name was David, Dave. She 100% believes that his spirit stuck around for sure um, mm. in her old house. Sometimes like a door would close or slam and she'd be like, oh, hi, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, granddad's here. Hey, granddad. You know, <laughs> I granddad passed away when I was 18 months old, so I didn't really get to know him. Oh. But from what I've heard, he was an absolutely lovely man and gentleman. That's so, nice. Lovely. Yeah. So granddad was a really lovely man. And when Nan moved out of the house, she moved in with my auntie Susan, which is her middle child. (laughs) 
And within a couple months, the house completely burnt down. Oh. And she reckons that was granddad burning the house down because he bought that house for her to live in. I don't know whether that's granddad. I think it might have been granddad. I'd Burning like to, the house down. Yeah, no, I'd like to think so because he Why bought that you? house for her to live in till the, for the rest of her life and then she moved out of it and he'd be like, well, fuck you then. I feel like becoming a ghost in many cases is like becoming a vampire from the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Your emotions are heightened. <laughs> Well, I mean, you well, are I'd a being so. of pure, pure yeah. energy, so I feel yeah. like your energy would be heightened from yeah. being a ghost. I have no idea. This is all pseudoscience, but you know what? It's true. true. Yeah. Very true, true. 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 Everything I say is always true. Yeah. But I totally believe Nan's theory that granddad was like, fuck you, I'm burning this house down. You <laughs> move out of it, I'm burning it down. So I believe that 100%. So Nan went on to tell me a few other stories. Um... Of being down there. Um, so her sister is my great aunt, great auntie Jan. Well, I don't call her great auntie Jan. I just call her auntie Jan. <laughs> and her children are obviously my second cousins. So she went to the gravesite of Granny and Pa, which was her mum and dad. Or, so and Nan's mum and dad. My great granny and pa. Um, yep. So my mum's my granny and pa. Oh, wow. So they're my, my greats. Obviously, I didn't meet them. They died when my brother was young. My oldest brother was young, so I'm one of three. So Yeah, so she was telling me how Annie Jan and her three of her children, there was someone else with them as well, but Nan couldn't remember who, and I couldn't be bothered asking, so whatever. So Annie Jan went with her daughter Margaret, her daughter Maxine, and her son Josh. And they took these little balls that you use to communicate with spirits and they put them on top of the gravestone of Granny and Pa. Now, there's something interesting about Granny and Pa's grave is they're buried on top of each other. And in Torrington, the cemetery is on the granite belt. So to dig the hole for the grave, you actually have to blow it up with with, with dynamite. Gelonite is what they use, I think. To, like, actually get the hole deep enough for one person. So could you imagine having to dig the hole deep enough for two people? Oh, yeah, no doubt. And Granny and Pa died a year apart to the day. So Granny died first and then it was Pa a whole year apart. Um, Yeah, so they're buried on top of each other. Now, for this story to also make sense, I need to tell you another story first. On Annie Jan's birthday... Um, her daughter Maxine came over. I think it was Maxine or it was Margaret. One of the daughters came over and were like, Happy birthday, Mum. And this clock on the wall that needs batteries in two separate compartments. So one for the clock face and one for the chimes or the cuckoo, whatever it is. And it only had batteries in the clock face because Annie Jan doesn't really like the chimes going off every hour. Right, yeah, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. But when they said, happy birthday, mum, the chimes went off. Oh. And it happened on three separate occasions. Nan was definitely a witness on, I think, two of those occasions. Really? And the year before, um, Annie Jan's other daughter, Jenny, look, my family breeds like rabbits, okay? There's <laughs> 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 Everyone has, like, multiple children. It's not yeah. just, like, oh, one or two. It's, like, five or six. Jenny... 
came over the year before and said, oh, happy birthday, mum. And the chime went off again. It's only gone off on Aunty Jan's birthday. Oh. So Nam was a witness. Plenty of other witnesses to that. There's no batteries in that compartment. I 110% believe my nan because she would never lie. She's a kind soul. She's a saint. Absolutely, she's a saint. You tell her your favorite colors and she will knit you a beanie. She did knit me a beanie. Two. Two beanies. Two. I'm very happy with my beanie. I'm going to wear it tonight. Hell yeah. She'll love you for it. (laughs) So... I am um, not me. So Nan then went on to tell me when they were at the gravesite and they were playing, not playing with the balls. They put the, they put the balls on top of the thing. They asked, is anyone there? What what balls? They're like these medium balls, like kind of like bouncy balls mm. that you use to talk through spirits. I don't know the name of them. I didn't bother to look them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll look it up now. Thank medium you. Medium balls. Um... Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, it's all right. Anyway, they, yeah, they asked, is anyone here? And they got no response. So Arnie Jan said, hey, mom, like to granny, thanks for making the clock chime. I know that was you. And one of the balls straight up bounced up and off the grave and rolled just past her foot. Oh. And Josh said, oh, my gosh, you nearly hit her toe. And then... And they knew that that was Granny talking because how else, you know, they're like, who else would know that? And then another ball jumped off <laughs> and actually hit her in the toe. And Josh has like a little bit of his, um sixth sense. And he's like, that one was Pa. Yeah. Pa did that one. Pa hit you on the toe. Pa wasn't the nicest of men. Of a he, man. He's probably being spiteful because yeah. he's like, hey, both of us were there. We both made a chime. <laughs> okay. You it was not just your mum. Yeah. You know how many batteries <laughs> that clock required? It took a lot of our energy to say happy fucking birthday. Happy birthday. Three times, by the way. Like, fuck you. <laughs> young lady. <laughs> no, he was a drunk and a very promiscuous man during his marriage. So, uh, yeah, I'd say he's probably a bit of an arsehole. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, okay. Pa. Um. <laughs> Just because their family doesn't mean you have to uh, be nice to them. No, that's it. Just because you fathered six, seven children doesn't. Well, that we know of. No, that's another funny thing because um, uh, you had mistress <laughs> potential mistress babies. Yeah, Nan and I think Annie Silla or Annie Jan. There's only two of the daughters. Um, married people from up in Queensland rather than down in New South Wales because they weren't sure who in the town might have been their brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just the... I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Nan was like, well, I'm not going to be incest. Yeah, <laughs> She married someone from up in Queensland. She married Grandad. Just make sure his range wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't that far. He'd never come from <laughs> New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Josh then goes on to say, "There's someone else here." And Aunty Jan said, "Can you please describe them?" And he said, "Yep." So she's in black lapels. She's got a big black hat on. Um, so it's a woman. And he goes, I don't know who she is. I've never seen her before. And Arnie Jen goes, ask her for her name. And so he goes, what's your name? 
And she goes, Millie. Now, Maxine turns around and goes, well, how could it be Millie? Because that's her nickname. Oh, really? She's like, that's me. Yeah. How could that be me? It's me from the future. And Arnie Jan goes, no, that's Millie Turner. And Millie Turner used to live across the road from where Arnie Jan now lives and used to take care of Josh right up until he was two years old. Mm. She'd passed away when he was about two years old. So he wouldn't have any memory of her. He wouldn't know who she actually is. And she's just checking in, making sure and he's still okay. And she's there like, hey, what's up? I heard Josh was in town. Oh, keeping up her duty as yeah. the guardian. As the guardian, watcher. yeah. That is so cute. So she uh, she made an appearance and she... um Just popping in to say hi. Popping, Hello, no, how you You growing up? <laughs> growing up well? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Back to my grave. Yeah. That's so cool. I love those old-timey ghost stories, like, told by, like, grandparents about their grandparents and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's plenty so on, um, like, my dad's side that mum has experienced, but she said she wants to come on the show. Oh, and, hell yeah. We need to get And talk on. about it. Hell yeah. Donna, you're in. Donna, you in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. It's not Maybe like she lives far away. No. That's Upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's it for my ghost stories. But Nan, okay, when Nan was telling me, I got the goosebumps and I get this little feeling in my throat like I'm going to cry. So, yeah, and that's how you know. That's how I know it's true. Oh, there we go. Absolutely. And wow. in the meantime, during like the last couple of days, my I've been I've mentioned previously that I I like to um try and meditate to go to sleep and try and. Pardon me. Get in touch with my sixth sense ability kind of thing. We all know that I smell weird things when something yep. negative's happening. Um sorry, I need to breathe. Um and not yesterday, but the day before, I was no no no, wait, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was feeling a little bit tired because, you know, we'd hiked the day before, we were up late and I was drinking two bottles of wine so I was a bit tired yesterday I wasn't hungover I was tired and I was laying down I was like I'll just I'll just like rest my eyes for a second I wasn't asleep I could still hear everything going on around around me but I just laid down I focused for a little bit and I saw clear as day absolutely so clear and I can still see it now a galah which is a, for our international friends who don't know, it is a grey and pink bird, uh, native to Australia. Sometimes they've got blue eyes that flew. They're smaller than a cockatoo, by the way. Which I think is also an Australian-only animal. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of like a parrot with a crest. Yeah, they're beautiful. But they're like completely grey with like a bit of pink. Yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. They're gorgeous. They have like a pink body and grey wings. They flock together in flocks of thousands. They and do, but scare I the shit out of tourists. only saw one hmm. that just flew across a nice open blue sky. Oh, that's nice. And it was just so, it felt so real. It felt like I was actually outside looking up at the sky. Hmm. And then I saw this woman's face and she just looked really happy and just calm. And it was in black and white, but she she just looked welcoming and happy and nice and at peace yeah very peaceful hmm i wonder what that means 
I'd like to know. So I've been trying to... Let us know your dream... Oh, not dream, your... I don't know. I wasn't asleep. No, that's it. Let us know your interpretations of that. Yeah. Tell us what Belinda's seeing. Maybe someone we know has passed away and is fine. Yeah. Maybe... Let us know if you know anyone that um, has that li- loved galahs and just has recently passed away. Well, they're happy. Yeah. There we go. A galah is also a Australian slang for an idiot. So perhaps... Well, maybe they were a bit of a galah. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a lovely little episode. Take two. Yeah, take dose. Thank you very much for joining us. Babe, where can they find us on the internet? Uh, well, Pornhub forward slash... Oi, oi. Don't what? share that one out yet. All right. <laughs> you, me, and a dildo, but okay. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I bet that's real. Please don't look that up if you're under the age of 18 or 21 in other countries. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but no, you can find us on all social medias except Twitter. We don't have a Twitter. I just it can't be. I can't be fucked with Twitter. That's strange. Yeah. Anyway, speaking. we're at you, me, and a poltergeist everywhere. Just search it. We're there. We're on YouTube now. The first thirty episodes are up there. If you want to go ahead and binge it, um, there is obviously no video because we never filmed a video with it. But there's a little thing that I drew that it's like a kaleidoscope. So if you want to go get memorized by that, go ahead, subscribe, follow us on our personals. Mine's Bambi Maccas, B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S. Braden's is... Braden Farvash, B-R-A-Y-D-O-N number 5-A-S-H. And, uh... Don't forget. Regbali Bexley. That's always what I said. Can I do it again? Do your lines so I can follow. I'm leaving all this in. No, can you still do your line? Don't forget to exercise regularly. All right, now let's save this fucking episode. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.